Hi, I'm Pam Dunn, and for the next 10 minutes or so, join me in a conversation that will provide practical ways to access your inner wisdom. Since being wise means you will act and behave based upon your knowledge, what you know, it means when we know better, we can do better. There is immense wisdom in listening and learning from others. So what you hear today will provide infinite possibilities and opportunities for practice. Hi, everybody. Welcome to 10 Minutes of Infinite Wisdom. This is Pam Dunn, and my guest today is Drew Dunn. And Drew and I are going to have a conversation about the wisdom of discomfort. Now, uh, I do have to say full disclosure, we both have the last name, same last name as you may have noticed. That's because we are related. Drew is my youngest son. But I'm excited to have all of you listen to our conversation because he has gone from becoming an actuary to a sales manager and now a product manager for Cigna Digital. And that was quite a journey. In addition to in between all of that, he did a couple marathons, a triathlon. He is an Ironman. So he has a lot of experience with discomfort. And that's actually what makes us wise is to move through that. So Drew, first of all, thank you for being here. Of course. Uh, now, would you just begin by sharing with everybody, we'll start off by having you talk about how did you begin to understand that discomfort was part of the process in your growth and learning more about yourself? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, thanks for having me, Mother. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah, I think... I, you know, as, as much as you do learn with anything, you do it by going through it. As you mentioned, that is how we become wise at all things. Discomfort is an interesting one. I think the main thing that taught me was, as you mentioned, the job changes. And then, especially with discomfort, uh, it's kind of like the old adage that the only thing you regret is the chances you don't take. So um, I think we've all probably experienced that in some way, but it was really just hammered home for me when you start to take risks and you start to put yourself out there and then it becomes the right decision. Um, so I was, for those who don't know, an actuary is just basically a math nerd. So um, I was an actuarial math major in college. That was very challenging, but it's a very safe career. Um, it's like, always ranked in Forbes is like the number one safest, best job, whatever. You basically just sit behind a desk and uh, you're set up for the rest of your life. So I was like, sure, that sounds good. You know, I'm good at math. I can do this. So I do all that. I get a job coming out of college. I uh, did an internship away from home as well in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I think I learned there that getting out and just going through experiences on your own, I think that you know, hardened me there on just like figuring things out on my own and making the decisions that I make be the right ones. So after that, I moved to California, started a, my career as an actuary. I did that for about two and a half years and it was as it was sold to be. It was very safe. It was easy. 
Um, you know, you see the people in front of you and you know that you're going to be set up for the rest of your life. And I think I just started to have just fears that I didn't want that to be my entire story for my, the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So I took a huge risk, which was probably the biggest one of my life. I left that very cush lifestyle of being an actuary and I became passionate about healthcare through my actuarial career. So I wanted to just get closer to the provider side of delivering care and um, closer to the patients. Being an actuary, I just saw all the flaws in the American healthcare system. So uh, we won't go down that path because I'll just talk forever. But uh, so I decided to leave my job. Um, another note about actuaries, as I mentioned, they're you know a lot like accountants, if you will. I can make fun of them because I was one, but they're not known as the socialites of the group. So, you know, the next venture in my career was very surprising to everybody. And most people tried to talk me out of it. So I became a salesman for a uh, startup, a healthcare startup in Santa Monica, here where I live. And so I've never done sales up to that point in my life. So uh, I was taking a large pay cut. I was moving into an industry that I had never done before, into basically a new role that was not sure. It was a low paying entry level sales role, software sales. So the only way that for some reason, I just knew that I had to do that. Um, I just threw probably other experiences through my childhood that I'm not entirely sure of. I just learned that you got to just take the risk sometimes. And I've always been one that, you know, as I mentioned, when I, when I decide on something, I kind of eliminate all the other outcomes aside from being successful. So that's uh, a uh, mantra of the Navy SEALs that I've heard from one of my favorite motivational speakers is just like, you know, the only way they accomplish all these missions that seem impossible is by eliminating the outcome. Because once you stop thinking about plan B, it's going to make you more effective at accomplishing plan A. You know, it's like if you're walking a tightrope, you know, you, you can't have the net under you at all times or else you're not going to really walk the tightrope as hard. Or, uh, what's the, what's the well, I, uh, you want to take the island, you got to burn the boats, you know? <laughs> I love all those little analogies you're using. I'm What I'm curious about as you're talking about it, because it's so great, I can hear you using like the risk that you took. So when you were getting set to take these risks, at what point does the discomfort come in? Is it throughout the whole process or at the beginning? When do you experience the most discomfort? Yeah, I think it's when you leave the comfortable place. So once you Uh, you take that first step into the void, so just making the decision is uncomfortable, but that's more just like fear actually. The discomfort I think comes when you actually leave that and you don't have the safety net behind you anymore. And that's when you really have to use that fear to turn it into just determination and focus very strongly on that one thing. And I don't think I would have been able to, to complete my thought on how I, you know, first discovered the wisdom of discomfort was through that experience, because I don't think I would have been a good salesman if I was still living at home, if I still had all these like 
comfortable things if i was like mm-hmm. if there was no risk of me losing my job and looking dumb for leaving the safest career in the world so i think all of those factors forced me to focus very intently on not letting myself fail and then that's the uncomfortable thing you know you uh <laughs> you just shed all these things and you're scared of looking like an idiot for doing it so you need to just really focus in and and then you know to get to the end of that story i was very successful at doing that and i think i looked back at some point and realized first like wow i have this completely new skill that i would have never learned if i didn't step into my discomfort and then also if i wasn't uncomfortable throughout that process i don't think i ever would have developed this skill i don't think it would have forced me to focus that much it's such a great point because so much of what you were saying too is that what even what gave you the courage to step into the discomfort was the realization of passion and finding out what you really care about and then also putting yourself in a position where you really can't go backwards i love how you said that because i never realized that actuary was actually a safe job you know so the way that that you said that was really great you know that even just to shift that perspective you would have to go into discomfort and then also now the more that you're talking i can even see that that same mindset has to apply to training for an ironman right yeah yeah so there's a funny story with that too is right before my first half ironman i get a text from my dad the night before and it was up in Santa Cruz, California, and there's like sharks in these waters. So I'm freaking out the night before, very scared. And he texts me and says, I'll never forget it. He said, just promise me that after this, you'll never do anything like this again. And um, then I did it, of course, and was terrified the entire time. But I remember immediately thinking after I finished, because you just feel so accomplished and you grow so much through that, that I was like, people need to start promising me that they're not going to not do something like this. You know, Mm. it's like, in a way, you know, I love my father, he's a very smart guy, but in a way that's like the worst advice of all time, you know, Mm -hmm. to like not do things that are uncomfortable. So through that experience, through my work experiences, now I have kind of gone the opposite way or I guess I was always doing it without consciously doing it, but now I actually like seek the discomfort. So I kind of start to get uncomfortable when I'm too comfortable. You know, it's uh, if I feel like I'm doing things to just stay comfortable, then I try to find ways outside of that because I just know logically now that that's the best way to grow. That is such a great, (laughs) I mean, it's a great way to end our conversation. I, of course, could talk to you for hours about this. But what you just said was brilliant, because I was even getting that for myself, as you said it, that actually the wisdom of discomfort is to not get comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, like, don't don't let yourself do that. 
because that's where the excitement is. That's where the learning is. That's where the character building is. And that's why it's the wisdom of discomfort. Yeah. Yes. Thank yeah, it's you. like the opposite of the American dream, but that's the true American dream. <laughs> it really is. Be a better version of yourself. Well, having to having to uh, get to be a witness to everything that you have accomplished, I can see the fulfillment that it brings you. Even the the process of getting there, even more so than the completion of the Iron Man, the process that got you there was, uh, you know, equally as valuable. I, I've seen that. So, kudos to you and to everybody else that follows your advice. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the problem with. Uh this wisdom is it's not a destination type of thing you know it's, i'm still even now trying not to get comfortable so it's a yeah. long journey exactly well thank you drew and uh where can people find you if they want to look you up you know on instagram i take a lot of pictures of my dog so if you want to go see that <laughs> uh, but now linkedin drew dunn product manager at signa or just Running on the beaches of Santa Monica is where you use Well, thank you so much for taking time, Drew, to have this conversation about the wisdom of discomfort. I learned a lot. I know everybody else will. Yeah, it was great. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And if you benefited from this podcast, please like and or comment in iTunes. Find more about our coaching and our offerings at www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com. And also, have a great week accessing your inner wisdom.